Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face And still another hundred miles to my next resting place Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon Within my car I'm all alone But feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going? By the time this comes out, this will be history, but but we are sitting on the cusp of the full moon eclipse as we record this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay, any day now, this energy can stop. <laughs> yeah. The energy has been less than delightful. Yes. <laughs> less than delightful. Yeah. And if you're hearing the whining in the background, that's my dog. That's very sad that he's been locked out of the room for the podcast. <laughs> he will eventually wander off. <laughs> Speaking of things that are going on at home, how's your tree? The tree saga is complete. Oh, huzzah. Huzzah. <laughs> Did I tell you about the 10 p.m. emergency electric people coming in? Say what now? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So the neighbors called, not the neighbor that I've been talking to, but the other neighbor who's, you know, who had the tree fall in their yard. Yeah. Called the electric company and said the trees are leaning on the wires, which they were this time. They wouldn't they wouldn't cut them last time because they only looked like they would lean on the wires. They weren't actually leaning on the wires. Okay. And so instead of having to take down one tree, they took down three. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, stitch in time saves nine to everyone but the electric company. (laughs) So anyway, the neighbors reported it and somehow it got flagged in the system as being an emergency that there was power outage. Oh, no. And so the the team that comes out on a Friday night at 10 o'clock at night showed up in our yard uh, or in the neighbor's yard looking for the trees that were leaning and where the power was out. And I'm like, I have no idea why you got reported as a power outage because the power was not out. And this has been leaning for days now, and it wasn't required to be done at nine o'clock at night on on a Friday night. And they were just like, well, we're here now, so we're going to do it. And I'm like, you're not going to get a bucket truck to that from the neighbor's yard. They they had to come in through our yard because we had a double opening in the fence. And so they brought the biggest bucket truck I have ever seen in my life (laughs) into my tiny little backyard. (laughs) And they they had forgotten their the headlamps, and so they went out and bought some more, so they didn't have to go back to the shop and come back. And so by the time they get started, it's ten thirty. Oh my goodness! And they've decided that they're going to light it by the headlights of the truck that they drove into the yard, and a spot from a truck that's behind it in the driveway. I'm like, there is no way. Now there's power lines, there's two sheds. There's two fences that they have to miss. I'm like, there's no way in hell you're going to be able to see to do that. Yeah. So I went and got my lighting kit from my photography setup, and I brought the light lights out and lit up the the trees for them so that they could actually see. (laughs) And then Jeff and I sat from 10:30 at night until two o'clock in the morning. 
oh. watching them take these trees down. And at two o'clock in the morning, I gave up. I'm like, I have to go to bed. They did not leave until 3.30. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, 3.30 in the morning. And they took down the vast majority of the trees. They got them below the power lines. The power lines are pretty low, so it wasn't... There's a little bit left, but the neighbor has already gotten a quote to take the rest of it out along with the stumps and everything. So soon, (laughs) the entire tree process will be complete. Oh, my goodness. But the the big trees are gone. Yeah. Well, that's did they leave the wood for you? That's the question. Uh, They did. And uh, the neighbor also had the big tree that had fell in their yard taken down and they took that wood away. Thankfully, because Lord knows we don't need any more wood. Yeah, you guys have plenty. Plenty. We have we have fires almost every day, (laughs) and we have enough wood to last us about a year right now. Oh my goodness, that's great! (laughs) That is wonderful. Use maybe two cords of wood. (laughs) (laughs) That all has to be split and processed and yeah, dried. dried. Yeah, all sorts of fun stuff. But yeah, wow, lots of things happening in the world. (laughs) I, I teased my neighbor. I said, you know, what what's going on that you're uprooting your whole life? Because every tree in her yard was being just uprooted. Falling over. She's like, oh, you just don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, and for those who may have missed it, if you go mm-hmm. into Spirit Chirpa by Kelly Sparta, the podcast Facebook group, you will be able to see some video of the yard and the wood prior to the, even this this thing happening. So, yeah, lots of fun stuff. Well, and it's very interesting because our very private yard has become not very private at all between the trees coming down and then the neighbor in the house next door that had been condemned. She is starting to work on the house now. And the first thing they did was clean up the yard and they trimmed back all of the uh, vegetation that was growing through the fence and now we can see into her yard we had this wonderfully private yard when we moved in not even a year ago and now it's just like totally exposed i'm like okay i got it's time to move <laughs> <laughs> that was not what i wanted <laughs> fence company kelly fence company <laughs> telling you all right well let's get into the the episode here. Yeah, I was going to say, this, nobody really cares about this. No, they Joey. do. They do. I'm <laughs> telling you, Kelly, they do. We, we all care. But let's talk about the episode because as we approach Yule and, and, and Hanukkah and, and Christmas and, and all of these holidays that we're going into, we, people expect to get a lot of presents. And that is really what we're going to be talking about today, right? Not those kind of presents. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> I love you and your puns. You're hysterical. <laughs> so what kind of presents are we getting, Kelly? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about getting present to the moment. Ew. The gift of your own presence, right? Okay. Well, see, um, still gifts. Gifts are involved. Yeah, yeah there, there are gifts, but there's also just, you know, avoiding shit shows, right? <laughs> because, my God, it's the holidays in a pandemic. It's a shit show on a shit show, man. Amen to that. <laughs> So we're now talking about how do we stay present to our evolution? Because as I said, we're on the cusp of this eclipse tonight as we record. Yep. And it's a full moon eclipse, which is just oh so entertaining. (laughs) And there's all these cycles happening in astrology and it's not my bag. So ask somebody else, but uh, you know, look it up. I'm sure you can Google it. You'll find it. 
the upshot is that everybody is like got the heebie-jeebies right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm jumping out on my skin. I don't know what to do. I'm jumping out on my skin. Let me get angry at somebody so I can dissipate this energy. Because, ah, right? Yep. So if you've been bitching at your partner recently or <laughs> yelling at your kids or your dog, there's a reason because you're trying to dissipate the energy of the transition and you want to not do that as much as possible. Okay. Okay. And and so other people are going to be like, well, I just drank it away. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, that works a little bit. At least it's not dissipating it. It's just quieting it. But you know, if you really want to stay present to your evolution, then what you want to do is instead of running away from that feeling, you turn and run into it. Oh. And not into the heebie jeebies per se, <laughs> because that'll make you nuts. Trust me, I've tried that. Uh, but more of running into the question of why do I feel this way? What is up for me right now? What am I feeling? And I don't mean physical feeling. I mean, you know, what's going on with me? What am I afraid of? Mm -hmm. What am I looking at and being intimidated by? What am I considering but not doing? All of these pieces are things that are going to cause the heebie-jeebies. Okay. And this particular full moon eclipse is supposed to be a time of choosing the next path. And so as you're looking at this and going, right? Because even though this is coming out the Sunday after, I will tell you the energy will still be available for you. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't do anything with it, I promise you it's still there. (laughs) So the idea being that, you know, you want to really engage whatever it is that's coming up for you. How do we do that though? This is a process of self-inquiry, and there's a lot of ways to do Mm self-inquiry. I'm going to give you one here, and that's the one that most people talk about at this stage. And I I give it to you because it's a beginner version. Um, Actually, I'm going to give you two. I'll give you two. Okay. Uh, So the first one is journaling. Okay. Right? Because it's a way to talk to yourself. And if you say, well, I suck at journaling, I don't like writing. Okay, great. Make a video and talk to yourself, right? It can be a video journal. That's fine. Uh, The thing that I would say, though, is if you are going to video journal, you definitely want to sort of go back and take notes later on what you said. Yeah. And just sort of bullet point outline it because the reason we write it down is because it gives us an opportunity over time to see patterns. If you have to watch all of the videos in order, that takes a lot of time. Whereas skimming what you've written is less time consuming if you can skim well. You're making cliff notes of your video effect. Exactly. So, which, I mean, it couldn't hurt to do that in your written journals as well. If you happen to be particularly verbose and you just write forever, um, then, you know, when you get to the end of a writing session, it might be useful to also do a cliff note version at the end to just sort of summarize the bullet points. Well, and when you're journaling, you're often journaling from a place of just letting it out. And right. when you go back exactly. after, you're able to sort of collect those thoughts in a way that it, it can be presented in, in a cliff notes. Exactly. And over time, you'll notice themes. Okay. You know, you'll see themes on... 
um, different ways that you see the world and different attitudes and different assumptions and even different words that you use over and over again. The words are relevant, right? If you use the same word, you know, in eight or 10 different journals out of 15, then you've probably got a theme going around that word and what that word means to you. Right. So just paying attention to to the patterns, what exists. The second way you can do this if you're not a writer is to make art. Oh, okay. Is to simply just put your emotions onto the page and allow your thoughts to just go blank as you're contemplating the page. And as you do that, you want to allow yourself to not overthink the creation process. Right. Okay. Because that's always the risk when we go into art is that we think, oh, well, it has to be pretty or it has to be perfect or it has to be something that somebody else would enjoy. That is not the purpose of this kind of art. Okay. This kind of art is specifically a place for you to get your emotions onto the page, to release those emotions in a way that is relevant to you. So it may be scribbles, it may be mess of paints, you know, I don't even care. You know, you might, you might just pound on a thing of clay for a while right. and just never make anything out of it other than fist marks, you know, and what, whatever it is. Oh, well, that's a really cool idea for something. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> that is just creative expression in any form that sort of allows you to release it, whatever works for you. That's a releasing of emotion. If what you're dealing with is a releasing of emotion, then that's a good pathway for it. If what you're dealing with is trying to get some understanding of what's in your way, then journaling is a better path. Okay. You know, that's sort of the self-inquiry that we're talking about here. You know, the, the default on this is if you have a thought that every time you have it, you go find something else to do, that's the thought that you need to go into. Okay. Because every time the thought comes up, you go squash and, and, and shift. That's a, oh crap, I'm running from this. Right. <laughs> so that's the one you turn and go into. Now let's talk about presence, right? Because if you are not in the moment, mm-hmm. you won't even notice those thoughts. They're, they're going to come and go so fast because you're thinking about, you're planning the future, you're worried about the past, you're, you know, you're somewhere other than where you are right now. And so the thought becomes a, yeah, whatever, I got to do this. And it, it is forgotten the moment it comes up because you're not present to it even having arrived. And so if you're having a hard time finding the thought, you need to find more presence. And how in the world where everything's swirling and like you said, you're focused on this, that and the other thing, how do you know? that you don't know? What is some things that we have to do to identify that presence? So if you are agitated and you are having the heebie-jeebies, then there is something that you are not dealing with. Okay, That's what the heebie-jeebies are all about. And so if it's there, you've got it. And then it's just a matter of finding it. And that's where that self-inquiry helps to dig into. And that's where the self-inquiry helps. That's where the presence helps. Okay. If you've got the heebie-jeebies and you can't find the thought to do the self-inquiry on, you know, and you've sat and you've journaled and you've tried just talking about what's going on. And, and that's usually the easiest path is just sort of blindly just writing, mm-hmm. right? In, in the artist's way, they call it morning pages, right? You know, yeah. you just sit down and write your morning pages. And so you could do that. And if that doesn't work, 
then you have to get some more presence because your brain is running from itself. You're, you're not staying in the moment. You're going into the future. You're delving into the past, whatever. And so I want to talk to you about the process of finding presence. Okay, cool. And this is something I teach in my classes, but I'm going to give it to you guys because it's so important right now. So there's presence, which is not meditation. Okay. So everybody's going, oh, well, I meditate. Not the same thing. Okay. okay. <laughs> meditation is clearing your mind. Presence is being present to everything in your environment. And that includes any thoughts that might come through. Okay. It doesn't mean engaging the thoughts. It means noticing the thoughts and going, oh, interesting, and letting them go. But it means that you are aware of everything around you and within you. Mm -hmm. So you're aware of your butt on the floor. You're aware of the cramp in your left butt cheek. Right. You're aware of the smell in the air. You're aware of the birds singing. You're aware of the dog whining outside your door, right? You yeah. know, you're aware of it all, but you don't have to do anything about it. Right. And that's the key, right? You're, the rest, you're going, well, that's my normal life. Well, no, <laughs> because you are not responsible for fixing any of it, right? Mm -hmm. You are just aware of it without judgment. So you're not going, damn it, I wish the dog would shut up or, oh, my stupid butt cheek needs to stop cramping. You know, <laughs> yes. it's just, just, you know, you need to, to just be with what is and not try to fix it and not try to judge it and not try to make it different, but just to allow it to be. So if there's a fly flying around your face, you just notice what it feels like when it lands on you. You don't flick it away. You don't do anything with it. You just be with it. That's presence. And, and I often tell people that the easiest way to get into presence and to know if you're there or not is to sit in presence with a plant. Okay. Because when you are fully present to that plant, it will brighten. It will become more vivid. Very interesting. And you will know you're fully there when it becomes brighter and more vivid in your vision. Until you're there, you can't be going, well, I'm not doing this right. I'm screwing this up. This is not right. I'm, I'm, uh, I suck, right? Because that is not being present. That is judging. Judging is not presence. Yeah. Presence is the absence of judgment. <laughs> and so find compassion for yourself and go, yep, haven't gotten there yet. Let's see where we go. Okay. What's next? Breathing in and dropping into presence with this lovely plant in front of me. And you're not talking to the plant. You're not commuting with the plant. You're just being present to the plant. I love my gifted people because they, they're like, oh, I was communing with the plant and I could feel the plant and the plant could feel me and it was telling me things. And I'm like, you were not in presence. You That's were communing communion. with the plant. <laughs> that is not presence. And so, you know, be, be clear what you're doing. Okay. It's not about clearing your mind. It's just about being where you are. And it's not about being with anybody else. You know, you want to pull your energy field in. That'll make it a lot easier if you pull your energy field in before you start this process. Because then if there's somebody else in your house, they're not going to be disrupting your bliss <laughs> or your presence, which may or may not be blissful. But, you know, cramping butt, butt cheeks are not blissful. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah. They're there. They exist. You must experience them in presence. But... They are not blissful. Right. Does it make sense? It does. It makes great sense. And uh, I think that that's something, especially through 
everything that is going on right now, especially with the energy this weekend that we felt building up to the the full moon eclipse. I think that's something that we're all lacking is taking the moment, taking that time to be in presence. Yeah. And that it just helps. It yeah. just helps. We're in such a state of flux right now. Yeah. And, you know, I look on the boards and the groups and, you know, there are people talking about seventh gate ascensions and I don't even know what that stuff is, but, you know, I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. I'm just like, holy crap, big stuff going on. And this type of stuff that we're talking about, this type of uh, the experiences that people are feeling, you know, community is a great way to share that and try to release some of that as well. And well, and it also helps to not think that you're alone. Right. You know, I put that post out on Facebook earlier this weekend saying, hey, you know, if this is what's going on for you, this is why. Mm-hmm. And you're not crazy. Right. And people are like, oh, thank God. I thought I was going insane. I, I, I didn't know what to do. You know, it's been so hard. And I, there was a post from somebody in one of the other uh, one of the other groups I'm in on Facebook that said, I'm from Australia. Can you, can anybody tell us, tell me why everybody's so tired? And that's where they said the seventh gate ascension thing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. Cause I am like dragging ass. And yeah. Everybody I know is dragging. I mean, Jeff and I looked at each other all day yesterday. We had these wild plans. We were going to actually cook for the week and do laundry. <laughs> <laughs> and we looked at each other and went, uh, how about binging Netflix instead? <laughs> and then we'll have a fire. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. And maybe a nap. Yeah. A nap would be good. Those <laughs> sound wonderful. And yes, everybody's feeling did, that. You know, we, just, we were like, I got nothing. And, you know, he's like, I got nothing too. I'm like, all right, we got nothing. We're, you know, change of plans. <laughs> So, you know, but it helps to know that you're not the only people. And that's that's exactly the point, right? So whether it's the Facebook group, you know, whether it's your Facebook group, Spirit Trip mm-hmm. by Kelly Sparta, yep. you know, come in there, share your just what's going on, because sometimes just putting it out there and having other people say like you did. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm dragging ass or or I'm feeling this weight on me or whatever it is. Just lets you know you're not alone. Yeah. This is something I do in my my groups with my coaching clients as well. Okay. You know, it's one of the big things. That's the reason why we do group programs and not individual programs is because it normalizes it when you can see it in other people. Mm. When you can see your experience in others, you you begin to feel like you're not a freak show. Right. And that's super important, especially for those of us who have a tendency to really, uh, you know, overjudge ourselves a little bit. <laughs> Maybe kind of sort of. You sure do. Yeah. So <laughs> other people, you know, which is ironic in the pandemic. Thank God for social media. Could you imagine if we didn't have couldn't like I couldn't imagine it. Zoom and social media and all these ways, you know, FaceTime and you know, video chats yeah. and could you imagine not having that and going through this? I mean, you think we feel isolated now, you know, no videos. No on-demand streaming. Yeah. If this had happened 50 years ago, four, I mean, even 30 years ago when I was 20, you know, I can't even imagine. It would have been very hard. The suicide rate would have been insane. Yeah. Well, we have learned a lot. We have learned a lot. And I've what I have learned most of all is that my bottle of full moon eclipse wine that I have in the kitchen is not going to be used tonight. I am, well, thank God. I am going to... <laughs> Not drink it away. I am going to 
take some time and be in presence and feel my cramping butt cheeks. <laughs> so Joey's going to have his cramped butt cheek and, yeah. you know, I'm going to sit in the fire around the fire, not in the not fire, in the fire, around the fire. Much. I'll be in the fire of my own transformation around go. the fire of my backyard <laughs> Perfect. as I stare up at the full moon eclipsing tonight. Because it looks like it's going to be clear enough for that to happen. Oh, that's perfect. Here it is not. We are going to, we have rain and heavy winds. So it, it won't be experiencing it, it by the fire, but the energy will be there. <laughs> there you go. It's already there. It so, is. Yeah. So what do you have to wrap us up? Anything you want to, you want to let people know about? You know, right now, you know, we're trying to do lighter shows recently mm-hmm. because it's been hard and it's been getting harder. Right. And with the coming lockdowns, that's going to continue to be the case. And as I said, pandemic and holidays. Yay. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So what I do want to say is, look, it is harder and give yourself a break. Right. It, It is so hard right now. I mean, I'm having a hard time and I normally don't have a hard time. I'm normally just like, yeah, everything's fine. No big deal. Right. But this it's wearing, it's like every day it gets a little deeper and a little deeper. And so it is so important to just recognize when you have those days when cooking and laundry isn't going to happen Yeah, <laughs> and you just go, yeah, okay, I'm taking a me day because it's pandemic and the, you know, I get one. And that's how it goes. Maybe I'll take three. And to just, I would say, schedule yourself as little as possible for the next month or so. And until the end of the year, really. Schedule as little as possible in your calendar. Okay. Do as little as possible. Negotiate with your family for the holidays to be as little as possible. Do only that which brings you joy. And that which absolutely has to get done. You know, mm-hmm. I'm out of underwear. I must do laundry, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing, unless I could go commando, in which case then I'd be out of clothes too. But, you know, do only that which is required. Yeah. Right. Because we need a break. Yeah. We've been powering through for almost a year now, for nine months, enough time to, to birth a baby. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're in the final stages of gestation on this baby of a pandemic that we've been dealing with. It's, it's time for bed rest, yeah. right? It's time for bed rest before the, the, the birthing process. And, you know, we've got this thought and, and we've, we've let ourselves slide and we've gotten slack and whatever, but, you know, eat well, don't eat crap. It, it does not help. And do movement because that helps. Even if that movement is just, you know, get your jam on with your favorite songs, right? Music helps a lot right now. Okay. And laugh as much as you possibly can. The more laughter, the better, because it is going to give you the serotonin hit that you need. It's going to keep your spirits up. Watch something funny on TikTok. I I just, I just subscribed. I have no idea what I'm looking at, but there's some funny stuff on there. You know, (laughs) I'm old, but... (laughs) And I'm like, you just got on TikTok? Yeah, I know. I'm old. But the key is to learn good self-care. That is what this time is about, is learning good self-care. Because 
when you start out the other side and the energetics of everything open up, you're going to get like super freaking excited, addicted to the energy. And you're going to go balls to the wall until you fall over and fry. Mm -hmm. And if you learn how to take care of yourself in this time, you will recognize when you start to get empty and you will stop. Hopefully. (laughs) If you're paying attention, if you've learned how to be present, exactly. if you've learned how to <laughs> monitor your own needs, but that's what this time is about. So, you know, if you're worried that you're not doing it right, if you're learning how to take care of yourself, you're doing it right. That's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Perfect. Well, this is good advice as always. Thank you very much, Kelly. All right, folks, that is all that we have for this week, but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C., here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Have fun. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now, so I'll leave behind a little fear. Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to KellySparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. 